Happy Friday, Anchor Fam. This is Judith A. Culp. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to the show. Uh, Let's see. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. I haven't really gotten into much detail, I don't think, other than you should watch Dirty Money because it's enlightening, uh, scary (laughs) and enlightening, but uh, you should still watch it. Um, But I just realized today that something happened earlier in January that really kind of blew my mind. I was working with a client who basically told me I was too creative and I worked too hard. (laughs) And it's like, what do you do with that? And I realized my bar for excellence is probably much higher than everybody else's. And um, not that that makes me a better person or a better worker or anything. It just is. And I have this conversation with friends all the time. Like, you know, one of my friends is always cracking up because she's like, maybe it's me, but I feel like, you know, my bar is higher. And I was like, the difference between me and you is I know my bar is higher and I'm okay with it. You just try to lower your bar all the time and, you know, it doesn't work because sometimes your experiences do put you on a different level. And I think that's what trips people up. It's like, oh, I must be better than you because my level is different. And maybe your level is higher or uh, whatever the word is, whatever the adjective is. We just we all have different paths and they, you know, form our filters You know, so some people may be great at something that I'm terrible at. And I admit that and I'm cool with it. But there are are things that I think I'm pretty great at. (laughs) And I don't think people are better than me. And so, you know, it's just been weird. I am all up in my feels on this Friday. So be prepared. Uh, That is one thing that I remember that was said to me. And I was like, you know what? That kind of sucks. Because in a lot of environments, those are good qualities to have. You know, you work really hard. You are very creative. Um, but in that particular environment, it just was looked down upon. And it's like, you know, how many people are going through life cause, and they're having a rough time and it's just because they're in the wrong place? You know, you may be living in a city that doesn't fit your needs emotionally or professionally. Or you may be in a relationship which is the same situation. You just don't have that support or you were born in a family into a family where your creativity was looked at like, Whoa, you're a weirdo. And so I don't know. I'm saying all that to say, stay encouraged, be yourself, be who you are. You will attract the right environment. Just stay optimistic and, and don't put your head down because you might miss it. You know what I'm saying? You might miss that, person or that company or that organization or that whatever that values just what you got so stay encouraged because that's what I've had to do I mean it kind of bounced off my um, back but it was annoying and it was disappointing because I did good work for them but you know everybody doesn't want to win and certainly everybody doesn't want to win the way you do so you got to find your right squad We're all out here doing some variation of that, right? So hang in there. So yesterday I posted um, an interview with Will Packer, who has had a very successful and interesting career path. I think one of my friends is close to um, Will and Rob, you know, with Rainforest. 
Um, and that's fantastic. I mean, I have to say, I don't, I can't think of anything before Stomp the Yard that I really liked from that team, but I was always impressed with how hard they worked. And they really were part of that Atlanta, um, New Hollywood movement. So good for them. And I hope people, um, listen to those interviews that I post because it's not about me trying to make you become an entrepreneur or make you do anything. But I do want people who are aspiring to do things to realize that the common theme with almost every one of those I've ever posted is I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just started down this path. It felt right and I kept going. And even when it felt wrong and I wanted to quit, I kept going. And so whatever your path is, whether it's starting a business, um, doing something you you know, a creative hobby that you want to turn into a business, whatever it is, most people don't have a plan. Just go, just do it. Once you start moving, Providence moves. Once you start moving, the road rises up to meet you. And the challenging part is staying encouraged when things aren't going super smoothly. When you're wondering, you know, how it's going to work out when the bills aren't getting paid when you're sitting there like oh my goodness this is this is stressful and that is a big chunk of starting your own business just FYI but you know staying encouraged receiving encouragement um it, it you just have to do it you have to take some risks you know and sometimes I think about it like if you're alive that means somebody in your gene pool was strong as hell they survived a lot. A lot of the things we take for granted now, like vaccines, there was a time in history, like stuff was wiping out entire populations. So I'm grateful <laughs> that someone in my gene pool was strong, you know, and it doesn't take much to not be here. You know, it's just a series of decisions were made to put you here today in your life uh, no matter what it looks like, somebody somewhere made some decisions and it produced you. And so, you know, for that, I'm always grateful. Even when you have to go down to the bare basics, like, well, I'm grateful to be alive. And then after that, for me, is I'm grateful to be healthy because I've been unhealthy and that sucks. Being sick sucks. So, you know, those two things keep me motivated. And, uh, you know, I hope that if this is a message that you needed to hear, I hope it resonates with you and inspires you in some way. But the reality is people are just wandering down these paths all the time. Nobody really has a set idea of what they want to do. And a lot of times, even if you do have a set idea, you got to be able to pivot because a lot of times it ain't going to go the way you want it to go. And I think um, being alive in 2018 it's easy to forget how resilient we are, how uh, amazing we can be, because it's super easy to focus on all the shitty things we've done and said to each other. It's really way too easy, especially with social media. So, you know, again, like I said, I'm in my feelings today. So, uh, you know, <laughs> you've been warned. You've been warned. Hello fam, this is Judith A. Cole. You're listening to Mad Love. 
I told you I was having some feelings. (laughs) So that's code for I'm probably going to make a few posts in a row. So here you go. Um, I have been having some very interesting interactions. Uh, Been getting some messages through the website. Uh, Someone is just completely convinced that my production team, the Culper Manifest, is uh, a minion for the Illuminati. Um, which is strange (laughs) because I don't know how this stuff gets going. I don't know why it's interesting to people. I mean, secret societies, you know, yeah. Anything that's a secret is cool to people. Like it makes you curious if you've ever wanted to, um, be tempted, tell somebody, I I went to something called house of genius here a couple of years ago in St. Louis and they have them all over, but it's a business group. And, you know, it was all, you know, secret society-ish, real, you know, like, they told you, like, when you go in, all you can do is say your name. Don't say your last name. Don't tell people where you work. And as soon as you do that, all you want to do is be like, you know, here's my full name, and this is where I work, and this is where I live. I mean, you just get excited. Like, you just got to tell. So there's something in people that like secrets. And so... I'm not sure after I've watched some, so I, like, let me look this stuff up. So I started looking around and reading about the Illuminati. Of course, you know, people all over YouTube swear up and down Beyonce, Jay-Z, the presidents, everybody's in the Illuminati. But somehow, like most things, it's gotten twisted. The original Bavarian Illuminati is a good thing. It means enlightenment. Illuminati, the word itself means enlightenment. And the original mission of the group was to enlighten humans and make the world a better place. But like the apocalypse, somehow it's gotten twisted into something dark and sinister and evil. And for me, it feels like something that I don't know, some of the younger people, and I don't know if they're younger, just people who aren't successful on those scales they use this word to sort of like, you know, even the playing field. Oh, well, you in the Illuminati. Maybe they just work hard. Maybe they're talented. Or maybe there is something like sinister, but maybe it's not otherworldly. Maybe, you know, they wanted to do something that you wouldn't do to get famous. I don't know. Or maybe they're just talented. I have no idea. But to like start getting sucked up into that, you know, it's nice. But at this point, it kind of just feels like, well, we're not moving enough units or we're not in the public conscience enough to be like to just swat it off. You know, now it just feels annoying. Um, but this person's very adamant and vigilant. And it just to them, if you don't want to be famous, if you're secretive, if you know, you're just producing music quietly, there's got to be something wrong. But I'm here to tell you, we just make good music. That's it. We're just a group of people who like to make music. They ask me to help. I'm helping. And that's it. (laughs) We all work regular jobs. We're all amongst you out here in the world uh, being regular. Um, So thanks for that. You know, but this is not the first time people have gotten. I've made people upset before. I remember I uh, used to blog. I, my name was Just Judith, and uh, my blog was Viva Voce, and <laughs> I, I got somebody really pissed because I made fun of Mike Tyson, who confused the word 
oblivion with Bolivia. And he said, I'm going to fade into Bolivian. And I thought that was funny. So I blogged about it and somebody went in on me about that. And I got somebody else upset, uh, a few people upset when I went in on Tyler Perry. Cause I don't, I don't like, I don't like Tyler Perry movies because Tyler Perry and I tell stories differently. That's it. We just have a different view of the world. His experience is different than mine and when we write screenplays it comes out differently and people did not like that so I get making people upset but I don't know I don't feel like that's art or maybe it is if you ain't making people mad maybe you ain't making art that's what somebody told me so there you go all right I'm still in my feelings (laughs) happy Friday it's Judith A. Cole it's still mad love and uh, I wanted to say that I haven't forgotten about the Judys. The Judys! Um, that's to Earl Christian. I went to Howard with him, and he's from New York. And just the way he said my name, it stuck in my brain. Judy! <laughs> I love that accent. All right, anyway. Um, so I've been thinking about them, especially since I couldn't even watch the Grammys. And a few people keep mentioning them to me. Thank you for keeping it in my mind. But I have been thinking about it. I just didn't talk about it. But I've moved to the decision that I am going to eventually give out some Judy's. The Judy's. And they're going to go to um, projects that show thought leadership, in my opinion. And, you know... All this shit is based on somebody's opinion. So there you have it. Mine will be based on my opinion of projects that I think advance thought leadership. That's going to be music, movies, books. And the first ones I think will go retroactively. I'm not going to just leave it to one year. But um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I like the idea. I, I find the whole concept of awards now unwatchable. And maybe it's because people are overexposed and maybe it's because the way things are set up, you really only get a few things in your public consciousness. So it's really hard to feel emotionally attached to. I mean, I I just don't feel attached to a lot of the music that's out now because it's not even being pitched to me. And I don't know a lot of it because I don't want to hear a lot of it. I don't want some of that in my brain. And I have a friend on Facebook who is a music writer and she was upset that, you know, the R and B hip hop awards only lasted like seven minutes or something. And I'm like, because there's ain't no R and B out here. Not compared to what we grew up. She's my age. So she knows that it can be better than this. And I get that. She was frustrated that it, you know, it seemed like it was such a short amount of space devoted to a certain type of music. But let's be honest that, you know, it ain't the nineties. And certainly not the 70s, 80s, and 90s. You know, those were the heydays for anything that wasn't this mumble rap. So, anyway, be on the lookout. I'm still thinking I'm still going to give life to the Judys. The Judys. (laughs) You got to say it like that, too. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much for the support. And we're going to make something happen. Also, real quick, if you are an apple iphone user ios you got to get on station head man get your own station follow me i will follow you i'm at mad love 
Um, yeah, it's amazing. It's, it is probably the best way to share what you're listening to, what you want your friends to discover, um, or some old stuff that y'all both love or all love or whatever. And you can also even do, I haven't done this, but you can also do your own broadcast. You know, you can hit this button. It's the on button and you're basically broadcasting live. Um, I haven't, uh, I don't have enough followers to feel like people want to hear that. <laughs> you're already uh, held hostage on the podcast, but know that, that uh, with technology, y'all, I'm now an audio force. So, you know, I might have to do the Judy's on uh, Station Hit. The Judy's! Uh, so I'm super excited. But anyway, you should have your own station on there if you're, uh, if you're an Apple user because it's, it's awesome. It's fun. It's fun to watch what people uh, are playing. And I'm going to tell you what, I'm not the only one that misses R&B. R&B is alive on Station Hit. People are playing everything from... Uh, Curtis Mayfield to Chardet to Prince. Uh, I've seen some stuff that's really cracked me up. Uh, Patrice Russian. And when you look at the picture, it's like, okay, even young people miss variety in R&B. So get on station it. Bye. So you got talent, you know you got the illmatic, so you know they gotta have it. Can't give it free, gotta charge your feet, make believe it's needed by an automatic. Uh, all eyes on me, gotta sacrifice time and privacy. Me and Papa about to play hide and seek, go steal a Royce Royce, spin and driving streets. So, now the money's in play, keep a hundred in case, feeling sly, wanna buy the whole place. Now the honey's in the days, the haters constipated, looking funny in the face. Wait, he expressed a sense of taste, he moving too fast, he seeks success as pace. Uh, Smith and Wesson just in case, lunatics loser, gotta keep my family safe, ayy. It's a pain machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's a pain machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's a pain machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's a pain machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over. So now you got the vein, now they know your name, but you swore you never changed. Huh. But that was all vain, cause now they know your name and now that is all changed. Uh, ironic how I'm on a Saint Thomas Aquinas until Judas Rules with the pirates. Accusing Zeus of defiance, trying to not come off his feet cause they beat the highest. My mama speaks Messiah, supreme ethereal being, I'm pleading peace and quiet. I beseech the liars who can't reach the pyre, I'm gonna meet the fire. But we need the needle, cause we love the fame. We need the drug, we need the fix, we need the buzz. I'm a fiend, it seems, I need it, cause, uh. It's a fame machine, I can feel it in my veins, taking over, it's changing me. It's a fame machine, I can feel it in my veins, taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins, taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine. Can you handle pressure? Can you motivate yourself to channel extra effort? Or will you heat pleasure? Living in heaven, having to watch your own legend. Cocaine with Cobain, no pain but more prone to throw things Like Chris Brown pissed at his old dame The fame being the reason your whole soul changed But when your fandom cheers, you shine in that light like a chandelier Can you tame the beast? Should've know I can, man, I came to feast In a Porsche, with suicide doors Parked in me winehouse, but do I die for? Huh. Truly I'm foreign, it's all bad apples like fruit and I'm orange I can feel it in my veins, taking over, it's changing me It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins, taking over, it's changing me It's 
machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over, it's changing me. It's the fame machine, I can feel it in my veins taking over. Will you sell your soul or ass like an old Kardashian show? Or go for fame like a pro and have the masses follow your actions around the globe? Either way, the blade favors none. Ask MJ what is facing up. Ask Miley Cyrus why she plays a slut. Yo, ask OJ, hey, who made you run? Fame, running plays for scum, money pays for some. A hundred ways to stun. I know I've done it as a favor like maybe once. Back when I wasn't born in 1981. Call me crazy, but I'm paid up front. I played to Beijing for an Asian lunch. Private planes, trains, and on the way you're blunt. Let me get these in Dubai, my favorite son. One.